All right, welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. The one half of the Dynamic Duo is your boy Dwight at 517-2214. Join again as I am every week with the young prodigy, the uh, the brains of the operation, young SJ at SJ Basketball 8. SJ, it is cold as hell in Texas. I'm assuming it is cold up that way as well. Yeah, so actually it was warm in the morning. So I, what? yeah, I had a lot of, okay. When I say warm, let me not drag it. It was okay. It was like close to 50 in the morning. No, fam, fam. It was like five degrees this morning here. So yes, that was warm here. Yeah, I was doing my errands, doing whatever. And then, because I checked the weather and I noticed that it was supposed to drop to like 18, like right around now. So I was like, okay, let me, you know, hurry up and do what I have to do. And yeah, now um, it's like 18 outside now, <laughs> like wow. 17. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's 23 degrees here right now. I guess the wind chill takes it down to 11. Yeah, the wind is crazy right now. Yeah, when I was coming in, the snow started. And I was like, oh, no. Um, but yeah, it's it does look pretty outside. Yeah. Um, that's that's one weird thing. It was because uh, it was real cold this morning, but then the sun came out, and that's how we got up to twenty three. It actually, it actually looks, you know, the sun is shining, so it's kind of tricking you. But you step outside, boy, and um, it's cold, man. It's cold. Oof. So let's uh, let's get to it to the business of the NBA and this here basketball. Um. I guess first topic, let's talk about, let's, let's be messy. You know, you refer to yourself as messy. I love mess when it comes to the NBA as far as dudes won't now want to be traded. So them there, Chicago Bulls. Um, I've been rooting for their downfall, not because I dislike those dudes, because, hey, they got players I want. They got players, if not even now, eventually, I want the Mavs to get in on. Like, literally, I take, Caruso, I take Zach for the right price. I take Demar. Give me, give me, hell, give me Kobe White. I, I literally will take a, a bunch of players on their team that I think might be on the block. So, you know, it was it was it Shams? Yeah, it's clutch. So it was Shams. Shams basically leaked out there that if something don't shake in Chicago, that Zach Levine might want out. He's he's not happy. Yada yada yada. Um, I saw another report. I'm not going to lie. It was an aggregator that put it out there that rival, some rival GM, whoever that could be. No, it wasn't even rival GM, rival executive. That literally can be anybody. Says Zach Levine is trying to force his way to LA. Young SJ, what you think about that? What you, how do you think that's going to really play out? A and B. I, I just, what would you do if you were the Bulls GM? Okay, so lots of things with that, and one, I mean, one, I hate the LA rumors, because it's like, no, not every player wants to play for your franchise, um, you know, <laughs> LA fans think that, but at yeah. the same time, there are some guys, like we see it, there are some guys who do want to play for the franchise, and I mean, Levine, you know, he, he went to UCLA, he's familiar with that area, and that's what the article was saying too, um yeah my bad if you hear the wind in the background 
Um, no, you're good. But basically, I understand if he's, you know, rumored to want to go to LA. I don't know about the forced out part about it. But at the same time, a couple of days ago, an article dropped about him and the Bulls not seeing eye to eye. And now this one drops as, oh, he wants to go to LA. So there's some fishiness going on in the background. I think we can all agree, especially with the timing of some of these articles. You know, like, I I just think there might be something there. I don't think this is coming out of nowhere. But the question is, like, who's pushing it? Is it, like, Levine's camp doing some, you know, undercover stuff? Is it, like, the Bulls leaking tidbits to, you know... I mean, I don't know why the Bulls would do that to um decrease their leverage in any situation. But, you know, just spitballing here. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Um... I don't think, I mean, I didn't think Levine was going to finish out that new contract he signed with them, but I didn't think it was going to, you know, you were going to hear this year one. <laughs> like, I knew yeah. the Bulls weren't going to be good. And it's funny because if you look at, not everyone, but most people's prediction is like they weren't that high on the Bulls. So us predicting that the Bulls weren't going to be great, we should have, I don't think anyone really thought about what that would look like in terms of like how the players would react to that like i'm not surprised they're like out completely at the plane but at the same time i'm shocked that you know the rosen wants out and levine could do this like i'm shocked that's the you know discourse um so that's kind of um you know ironic but yeah they're they're not good we knew they weren't gonna be good and guys are you know guys are getting restless you know some of their core guys are older like Levine's you know entering his prime but DeRozan is like getting old <laughs> you yeah. know like you know, getting old. both those dudes only have so many more years of of prime and they've Vucevic got a, a, a nice slow bag but DeRozan ain't got DeRozan's made enough money to where he probably legitimately just want to win you know what I'm saying so he looking around like Look, dog, I could have stayed in San Antonio for all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I came here to get dubs, and I don't know. I, it, it's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a, that's a rough situation. I actually think that's one of the rougher situations in the league because even though they have talent, like, I look at the youngest dude of their good players is Zach, but because of his knee, I don't think he would get the value that a dude who's had the last couple seasons that he's had that's under a long-term contract would get. And then on the other hand, you Vucevic is a expiring is a pending free agent. We we know what that is. And then DeRozan has one more year, but he's getting older too. And there's stuff defensively where you got to hide him and things of that nature. It, it's, it's just a rough spot. Um, because, dude, <laughs> like, Franz, is Wendell Carter Jr. better than Nikola Vucevic alone? Oh, I mean, he has been. I mean, this year Vucevic has been decent. But, yeah, uh, he's, he stepped it up this year. He has. He's been decent. Last year, absolutely. Last yeah. year, there was no doubt Wendell Carter Jr. had a, he had a better season, I think, last year. Yeah. And then they gave up, they gave up the pick that became Franz, and it's just like yeah, that that's was, that was harsh. And it's likely they're giving up 
a high pick. And like I said, I don't watch. Bro, the they're about to give up. Uh, my prediction on who they're about to give up. I think they're either going to give up. I have three names in mind. Yeah. Um, they're gonna give up one of the Thompson twins, Cam Whitmore, or Brandon Miller. Mm. That's that's just I, I've, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I defer to you on that stuff. Um, y'all, you in the group chat tells me about who to watch. Or, you know, I just watch it or I listen to pods and then I'm like, okay, let me check for this guy. And uh, I, all them dudes is good. But even, I, it's a top five pick. Like, that's a catastrophic trade. If you look at, and I know it's with hindsight, in my opinion, is the only way to evaluate an NBA GM. Saying it sounded good at the time doesn't work in any aspect of business. And the NBA is a business. So, even if it sounded good at the time, if it didn't work out, you that that's your fault. That's your job to be able to to prognosticate and see how some shit might work and how some shit might not break the right way. And but that's so bad. I, I don't. That's just rough. And on the other hand, you can't you can't send good money after bad. So if I'm them, what would you do? What would you do? You blow it up? Or you just trade for different good players? Or do you just sell everything off? Because they actually still have good young players, too. I think Pat Pat Williams should have been, what do you go, two, three, four, something four. like that? Yeah, four. Yeah, like, he probably shouldn't have went that high, but I think he's a good player. Ayo Dus- Dusomo is a good player. Hell, I don't think Kobe White isn't what they want him to be, but I don't think he stinks. I, it's just a weird spot. It's a weird spot. But what would you do? Yeah, see, they're in a tough spot. So I'm not going to pretend like there's a clear-cut right or wrong answer here in terms of what they should do. Um, Because for right now and where they are, like, people think it's so easy to just tank. You know what I mean? Um, Like, that's why I – and I'm not even trying to be condescending, but it's – I think we all have it, like, myself included. Like, it's like 2K logic where you can – you know, sell a player, get, like, all these first-round picks, but, like, these things take a lot of negotiation, and, like, you know, in terms of haggling, you know, many te- deals fall apart because picks weren't, like, they were arguing over picks, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like, that's, like, not, not, not even picks, but protections on picks, exactly, protections, like, all that, so, just thinking about, um, like, people talk about tanking and just throwing away your players for, picks and all like that's not um that's not reality because at the end of the day you still have to fill out your roster and the players they're not trying to like lose and yes you can like manipulate certain things but that like that's not like I said this that's like more so a narrative that was that's being boosted by you know whether that's media fans or whatever and I think it's being overblown um so at this point in the season you can sell your players a little bit you can you know aim to not win games but this like huge overhaul i don't think they can um or they should do it like or do that to the extreme um i mean they have to think about vucevic so are you i know they i don't did they say they talked about extensions with him i forgot what the reporting was surrounding that don't don't give me the line i I haven't seen it yeah i i've you know i don't know so 
I'm not gonna say whatever. But um, yeah, we don't know what um if they're gonna extend them or you know resign him in the off season. You know, trade him so they have to make an extension on him first and foremost because at least you know Zach Demar they they're under contract, so they have to think about Vucevic. And then within that, you have to think, okay, if we're bringing him back, obviously you're thinking about retooling the roster because, again, like we said, he's older. He's 30, whatever. So if you're keeping him on, you're saying, okay, we're still trying to win. So now you're thinking about, okay, how can we get better? You mentioned the young pieces. Do you sell those to get um, more, you know, experienced guys? Like, are you – willing to trade pat williams are you saying okay i like his upside but you're not like sold he'll be a star so you you know move him for you know someone who could be a star maybe knocking on the door or they're already a star um i don't know what at this point i don't know what pat williams i know his trade value was like super high um after his first season he had a solid rookie year and then his second year he got injured then this year he's been meh Eh, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. So um, now you're wondering, okay, what is his trade value? Um, because it's coming up on extension talks for him next year. Um, so you're gonna want to think about that. Like, there's just so many moving parts. And Zach, like, you would think that whatever happens with him, it would won't or it doesn't have to be too immediate, given that he's under contract for like what five years. But with all these articles coming out, you know, like it feels more urgent than it needs to. You know what I mean? Like he's under contract for five years. He just he just resigned. Like just and we're talking about him going to LA. Like it's 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 kind of crazy. Like even with Brad Beal, at least um, <laughs> like at least I'm watching for what Chicago says or does if they even you know, counter this, because I'm looking at Washington, they immediately said, you know, or reporting him about that, they're not looking to trade Bradley Beal, like, they stink, (laughs) you know, they stink, they know they stink, they'd rather retail, like, they already, they nip it in the butt, like, don't even start the rumor mill. Quit quit calling. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were basically like, We trying to, unless you're trying to give us some players to make us better, we cool with being mid, we just want to make the plan. Exactly. So they're like, so we're, I'm looking to the Bulls to see, like, all this is coming out. So all this about Zach is coming out. Like, what are you going to say? Are you, is it because it's kind of true? So you're making them available or are you trying to tell people? Like, I think they're probably coming and be like, we're not interested in training Zach. I, I don't think they'll be willing to make him available unless he actually says like, Hey, <laughs> like, please let me go. Unless he like requests a trade. I don't think he's just going to be available. You know, a guy who's available. Yeah. I will say the only thing where I think they might actually trade him is their owner. Like we get mad. We kill Mark Cuban. I hate to bring everything back to the mouse, but y'all know what this is to being cheap. Dog, their owner is actually worse, legitimately worse. So like if that team gets expensive, out of general principle, he will sell them dudes because he just, they do not believe in spending for a, a mediocre team. They are the exact opposite of Washington. Like, if they ain't a competitive team that can go deep, hell, even when they had Derrick Rose in them, they was a little tight with the money. They will, and so if they bad, this is where, if they're bad, I don't think he's going to keep an expensive team 
And you know how you was like, is this come, are these rumors coming from Chicago? There's a part of me that's like, yeah, we fucked up giving this dude all his money. Let, let's leak out there. Let's let's help him out. <laughs> let's 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 put the feelers out. It wouldn't shock me. I'm not saying that happened, but it just wouldn't shock me at all. Like at all. So we'll see. Um it, it, it's gonna be an interesting ride either way. I I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh we gonna get into this topic when we touch on the mouths later on the back end of the pod but I think my hot take from the midway point in the season last year was that uh, Zach Levine was the second best or was he the best shooting guard in the league he was better than Devin Booker you that said was, he was better than Devin you said he was the best and he was better than Devin Booker that's what you said I mean I knew I was wild on when I said it but oh boy that age like milk oh that age like milk. I was, I was Sir, I thought, I'm on the right side of history with that one. Not to say I liked Levine, but I just I didn't think he was better than Booker. Like I, I thought it was close, but I did not. I, I, I knew it, but I just I like Zach. I, I like Zach, but ever since that knee, it, it's I still don't even know what he had what he do to his knee. He's I don't know. I don't it? know, but I could say that did slow him down. I won't be naive and act like uh, yeah. his knee injury didn't slow him down. Like that year and a half, uh, I guess what it was at the 2021 season, and then the the first half of the season or however long it was till he sprained the knee, bruising, whatever the hell happened to his knee, like, dog, that for a year and a half, I'm like, bro, that's the offensive archetype for Luca. Like he can, he can get it on his own, but he's borderline elite off ball too. And, he allowed somebody else to come dribble all the time and get the shine and was still cooking and seemingly happy. And since that knee been bad, it just ain't been good. And I don't want to shit on him too much this year because I think he's still trying to get healthy. But, like, I saw some stat today uh, where, like, as far as self-generated points, like non-assistant points, where you just throw him the ball and say, hey, go give me a bucket. He's like way below average this year. The only thing he's doing really good right now is like catching and shooting or making assistant passes. And he's still, you know, being better. But that's like, that was my big thing with him, why I wanted him in Dallas. Like, because he could go get a bucket on a high level. And it's like, yeah, he's, he's, I don't know. Maybe he gets healthy. Maybe he gets better. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully he gets healthy though. Um moving up, next topic. Let's see. Um uh, I guess the, I, we talked about the the Hawks last week, but I feel like last week it was more about John Collins and the coaching staff, but now there's starting to be like I guess some some rumors and uh or, or spiciness about that maybe trade might eventually become available. What do you think about that? That that feels weird. And I do. I guess we can use that to transition to the Mavs whenever you want to, because I don't think Atlanta. I feel like Trey is Atlanta. Like just from a marketing standpoint, it's going to be hard to pack him up. Even if basketball-wise, it makes sense. What do you think? Yeah, so with that whole situation, right? Um, 
I think it's it's weird because there's another one who's in his first year of his new extension, and this whole ask, asking out business. First of all, he's not getting traded. Let's let's start there. He's not gonna get traded. Like there's nothing you can give Atlanta in a package that was satisfying. It's like it's kind of like the Kevin Durant thing. Not to say Trey's on Kevin Durant's level, but he's also his age working for him and the fact that he has five years on that deal or well he's in the first year of a five-year deal like that's not about like you know what i mean like that's not that is not up for discussion but the fact it's i think what's interesting to note here and it's funny that it's like rival executives i feel like when article come come out when it's like rival executives i'm kind of weary of those articles just because it's like what does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean they believe? Like, is it a hunch? Did they hear something? Like, you know, well, we don't know. Well, no, to emphasize your point, it's been discussed in basketball media that rival executives start bullshit rumors to make players mad and actually make what the shit they made up come to fruition. Exactly. So I'm just not, I'm, I'm weary of that. Right. And um, another thing is that I just think they need to work it out there. Like, I feel like Trey hasn't been like you, you have to start from the coach. Right. And I know we've kind of, you know, gone back and forth about whether it's Trey, whether it's the coach, but you need to find him a coach that he gets along with. Cause this is like, you know, his first coach, Eventually, that came to a head. They let him go. Now you have Nate. More problems. Um, he's likely going. To, I think Nate leaves before Trey. That's one thing. I don't mm. think. Um, I don't think they're trading Trey without letting go of Nate first. So that's why I, th- I don't think um, this whole thing. Like I think you can sell Trent's name back by telling him, "Hey, you can get rid of the coach. Let's get you a new coach. Relax, and he'll, you know." pump the brakes if this is you know actually true we're treating this as if it's true but um yeah i i just don't i think there's a lot of buttons that can be pressed before we get to trey asking out and trey like you know leaving and all that um so i don't know i just think um it's interesting we're getting that like as much as like and this this article feels different from like a you know, people talk about Luca asking how blah, 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 but it, that's more theory. People are just projecting that onto him. Um, like, we haven't gotten a report like this. Like, oh, Luca has, oh, there's rumors that Luca might want out of that. Like, you haven't heard that. Um, I think it's interesting you're seeing it from Trey because they're not, like, bad. <laughs> like, yes, they're worse than um than they probably wanted to be. But they've had worse seasons, like recently. <laughs> like last season, they were pretty bad. I mean, um, they were one of the worst. I think they seventh, eighth. They were where the Lakers was at at this time last year. I I loved it. I reveled in it. That's how I remember. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't. You know what I mean? It's not a season from like absolute hell where you're like um like where this to be for this to be coming out that's why i'm a bit confused that's that's why when all the drama and all the beef i'm like are things really that bad maybe i'm not as tapped in but um and i know trade rumors always make things tense you know the whole con situation but still i didn't think their situation was like that bad for all this drama to be um coming out 
like it's it's a lot of drama <laughs> you know um and you know i i like it so it's, it makes for you know my entertainment so you know it is what it is but i mean i think he stays put i just think this is all noise until they start winning again and when they start winning again all this is going to disappear that's really how it goes yeah i think he has uh i think he got one more temple i think he got one how can i one more get his way he got two of them uh they gonna give him three and then they gonna be like all right this shit ain't working we got it you we'll go ahead and trade you so he got what's my man's name lloyd pierce is that lloyd no, pierce. Yeah, the first yeah, they got lloyd pierce packed up they about to pack up nate um they'll probably trade whoever they want him to whoever because that's the other thing apparently the players don't like him either so that's where i'll say well where that rumor come from right because that is some shit. If I'm a rival executive that wants Trey Young, I would make that shit up and have him looking at the dudes in the locker room like, y'all don't like me now? You know you know what I'm saying? Like, that is some... I mean, that's some messy shit that I would do to try to get a good player. Even if I want somebody else on the team, I would do that to, to you know, rough some shit up. Um, apparently, uh, NBA players read them articles and they be on social media just like we do, so... That shit probably do bother him or whatever. So, yeah, I, I, well, I'll keep my eye on it, but I don't think anything's imminent. Uh, maybe they fire the coach, they trade John Collins finally, and just see how that go. Because they, they ain't having a season they anticipate, but they don't stink. And I think just because maybe when they made that Jante trade, them dudes was at Proams and shit together. Just the vibe's supposed to be immaculate. They just like fire hot. So maybe it's just the tenseness around that. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, one thing I'm looking at the. Oh. What what happened? Woj, wow, this is crazy. So um, of course, um, Hornets and Miles Bridges are talking about a new deal, and they could reach an agreement in the future, near future. I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Either. I just <laughs> wanted to make that known. That's the thing that just happened. So yeah, yeah. I, I'll just I'll, I'll just say I don't even want to talk about it. I, I, I it, it, it's 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 just wild, man. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm moving on. We're gonna move on. We're gonna change the topic. That's that is very interesting. Um. Miles Turner. I think we've been talking about him on this pod since the mm-hmm. season started. Shit, we've been since this pod existed. Um, <laughs> I, I just read an article that they actually are, they may extend him, likely going to extend him, and it is what it is. Um, the, the Pacers are in a unique situation to where they're not even at the salary cap floor yet. So I'm pretty sure they can do some weird, like normally, if they were at the sal- already over the salary gap this year, they can only offer him like a, a 20% raise. So he make like $20 million, so they could offer him a contract that starts at was 24 or whatever. No, he makes 18. So extra 18, 20% on 18 million is what 
like 21 million inch or 22 million inch of change, whatever it is, that's what he could get. The most he could get. That's the most they could extend him for ahead of time before free agency. And, uh, and give him, but because they're so far under the cap, I think they can do some weird stuff to where they renegotiate and give him more money right now and extend him instead of wait until the summer. And I think that's smart on two ways. A, he's a good play. He's been a good player this year. He's been, I think this is like the fully actualized version of Miles Turner, right? You know, you're getting pretty good rim protection. It's falling off a little bit in comparison to previous years, but he's still blocking shots at the rim, still deterrent. Um, it ain't like, let's be honest, they ain't really got no perimeter defenders, so they have him fight for his life a little bit. Uh, but offensively, he getting everything he wanted. But I, side note, Miles Turner is a better post-up player than... Christian Wood this year and Kristaps Przingis. And that is shocking to me because none of them dudes are like elite post-up players. But I, I thought Miles Turner was the worst of all those guys, but he's been getting it done on that end this year. What do you think? Uh, of, what do you think about them potentially extending him? So I feel like last pod or the pod before, I feel like I said, I don't, I said it, but I don't, I feel like we both agreed that, um, they were going to extend him. Like we, we were like, they could just extend him because he was playing well. Um, he's getting his shots. And remember, I was like, I remember exactly. Cause I was like, um, Halliburton's an assistant merchant. Yeah. He's, he's spamming the system. Mm-hmm. So he's passing him the ball. So he's not, there's no qualms over, um, who's you know over who needs to touch the ball that you know that he was complaining about before so it's none of that they're not a bad team <laughs> like, it's not like they're um a bad team they're making a playoff push um even if they're they're not as good i don't think they're as good as their record says but they're still good so there's no reason i didn't see the reason for them to yes he's been in trade rumors since it feels like forever now and it has been forever but there's no, I didn't see the rush to end the relationship. And I don't think, I think this is the right choice for both parties. Mm-hmm. Do I think he finishes that second contract with them? Now that's up for debate. But for right now, I don't see a rush. He's 26. Yeah, we looked up his age. last. Yeah. I think we did talk about this last week. We did. Yeah, he's only 26. Um, So there's no, like, it's not like he's just so far apart from the timeline that it's like, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's not like a DeRo- like a DeRozan on the Spurs when they traded him when they did. Yeah. Um, granted, he was becoming a free agent, so they, you know, they had to. But then he was, like, mad old. <laughs> like, there yeah, was no reason. DeRozan, like, no reason DeRozan 34, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, at the time, he was, like, 32. There was no reason uh, to keep him when DeJounte was, like, 23. Like, there was no reason uh, to keep him. Um, this is not that. Um, Halliburton's what 21, 22? I think Halliburton's like 22. He, yeah, he's 22. Yeah, and Miles is 26. That's nothing, that's not crazy. Even Duarte is damn near Miles' age, and they just drafted him. Hey, I'm um, literally looking that up as we speak because I was I like, damn, Duarte's I wonder. like 25. I'm pretty sure he's like 25. I thought he was 25 when he got drafted. 
Yeah, was yeah. So Duarte is about his age, like so. There's no. Yeah, he's 25. He turns 26 in June, and Miles is 26. He turns 27 in like another couple months. So, yeah. yeah. So I, it's not. Yeah, you. I just drafted. Yeah. So it's not like he's far off from the timeline. Um, and he's playing well. So I, I didn't think you know he seems to fit in nurses. Not seems to fit. He definitely fits in their system. What they're doing now um so yeah i didn't th- i think he's make he's making the right decision and they're making the right decision now obviously we have to see what the contract looks like but i don't think it's gonna be anything crazy you know I, think I, mean? that, I think i think he's getting 25 25 mil Ooh, i don't think he's getting that much i think he's getting 25 it's gonna I be 25 I, I give a window of 22 to 25 See, okay, so I was going to say around 22, 23, 25, and that's on the high end. I was going to say yeah. 22, 23 on the high end. The only reason, I, I can't think 25. The only reason I, why, I I, the only reason is they literally have too much. They're below the salary cap floor. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I thought and they were just going to take bad money, though. To, 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 I did, too. I'm not going to hold you. They still, because, you know, they can't change his, his contract. Actually, yeah, I think they can do some weird stuff to where his the money he's getting right now changes. I, I gotta yeah, that's what um that's what the article said that he yeah. can, he can make more money this like this year as soon yeah, as yeah, like he can get a raise in season or some crazy yeah. shit like that. So they yeah, might actually the article said okay okay that makes sense. Um, I just because I'm just look dude, there's so much money in the off season. There's so much money, and this ain't even with the the TV deal ain't even came in yet. So you just fast forward to like three, four years from now, twenty five million for Miles if he gets no better, it's gonna be like pocket change, like dead ass the six men, six men, like not even Jordan Poole six men, but I'm talking about fuck who's a just solid fucking Tyus Jones. Is going to be them level dudes gonna be making twenty million dollars in, in three years. He making fifteen right now, actually. So yeah, by just natural inflation of percentage of salary cap, he's gonna be making like twenty. Them level of players gonna be making like twenty million dollars here soon. So that's why I think it's gonna be like twenty. I'm gonna stick with twenty five. Sir, I think the, I think he gonna get twenty five. I think he gonna touch it. I really okay. do. Yeah, I really I mean, do. Not, not, not bad logic. Yeah, we just have to see. I just feel like twenty five for what? Um, I mean, you know, career season, no doubt. But I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like that just feels like a tad high for Miles Turner, especially if his. I, oh, it's I, I, I one hundred percent agree. Well, who the fuck? Like they literally have too much money to spend right now. Like, and no, no one's coming up for a deal anytime soon. By the time it's time to pay Halliburton, and I mean, who they even got on their team? Like, you know what I'm saying? You got him and Buddy, and I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't know about Buddy. Should they might extend him to? I don't know. Really, but I, I actually, I could maybe see that, especially since um, he's not uh going to he's definitely not going to make as much money as he's making on his current deal right now nah, buddy um, low-key getting old yeah so i can i can see that makes i could see it because he works well in that system you know um unless he's like unless he has real trade value right now i could see them and Man, plus buddy, he, buddy is 30 years old oh he's 30 Ooh, if he's i knew 30, he was i, I, I knew he was an older rookie 
I did not know he was 30. Yeah, it's because his age. He he lied. Or I won't just say he lied, but there was just some miscommunication, let's just say, about his age. He was actually two, I think, like two, one or two years old. Two years old. He's older than he really was, yeah. He really was, yeah. But, um, I mean, they might keep, if he's like a real locker room presence, I could see them extending him off that vet kind of thing. But Mm. I didn't, I don't know why. I forgot he was like, that old oh, I don't yeah know. yeah now i don't know I, they might because yeah, yeah, he don't he, he don't got... fit the timeline and they have their they have his replacement for production on the roster like, already got guards that they like so so i don't know about that one they yeah, that, i don't know about that one then <laughs> yeah and then the thing is if miles turner making 25 is by far your highest paid dude you have a competitive team with some young dudes that fit the timeline and most importantly the team is cheap in a small market, so they get to check every box at a small market. Fun team, young team, cheap team, decent team. That's a, it. Don't get no better than that. Yeah. From so, a business of basketball standpoint, that's the best shit you can get outside of a championship team. So yeah, they they'd be cool with that. Um, you ready? You ready to talk about these maps? Yes, sir. All right, let's get into it. So, our Mavericks. Midvericks, win a game, lose a game, lose a game, win a game. We five hundred. I don't know what's got over me. I I started it. What game did we lose? The first game we played Minnesota. I I, yeah. I I put out a tweet. I said I think the Mavericks about to start a little winning streak, and I still think that I was just a game off because these teams are bad. We about to play, and it's not just that they bad. They playing bad at the moment. So. I think we're like nine days away from getting sub from getting sub by the Mavs social media team. I think the Mavs going a little cute little little win five out of six or six out of seven and uh, make a vote. Shit might even be in the fifth seed nine days from today. I could totally see it. I actually think that's about to happen. I still that still doesn't change how I feel about the team if that does happen. But I do think that's about to happen. Um, there's been some, you know, pieces that's coming out about. I'll be honest, I totally forget who wrote this. Who who wrote the Christian Wood? Rival teams are keeping an eye on Christian Wood. Who wrote that? No clue. I have no idea. I think it might have been Jake. Was it Jake? Okay, yeah. okay, Jake Fisher. I don't remember, but anyway. I do think the Christian Wood thing, I'm going to be honest with you, me and you have disagreed about stuff, but when it comes to the Mavs, we usually have been in lockstep. I'm going to fight you on this until while he's a Maverick, even though we kind of agree. Um, I think he should start while he's here. You have to, the, the 3% chance that he's viable long-term you have to play him enough minutes to figure that out. And even though I think it's likely not a chance, I just, I, he got to play us. He got to start. And with that being said, I didn't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't, uh, I hate admitting you right. I'm not going to hold you. I, I hate conceding defeat on certain, even if it's not the whole argument, but even parts of arguments, but like, 
dog, that man started these last two games, and Nas Reed had the game of his life. And then Dwight Powell came when he started against, like, a real defensive center. Like, I think him and Dwight Powell had the same points. And I know some people were like, well, he had to play against Rudy Gobert, and Dwight Powell got to go up against backups. But when that nigga be stat padding against backup bigs any other time, people act like it's a crime against basketball when he when he don't play more. Thank and, you. And that's, that's like, all I have to say. Thank you. Like it's almost as if he looks fantastic when he's beating up on bench bigs. Like, yeah. and I'm not even saying that to diminish him because Dwight Powell's version of beating up on bench bigs is 12 points. So, like, yeah. you know, versus a Christian Wood does it with 30 points. So, I'm not even trying to diminish it. I'm just saying, like, yeah. my whole thing with this whole argument is, I just at this point, I don't care if he starts or you know, comes off the bench, because I don't think we're doing anything this season anyway, so um, I don't really care, but my thing is that people act as if he's going to start and be the answer, like, they think that, um, and, you know, they, I, I just think they think we're shortchanging this the entire season because Christian Wood isn't starting, and I just don't think that part is true. Like, you know, like for the reasons you mentioned, you want to see him start because like you said, you want to see if he um can be a long term piece here. That's fine. You know what I mean? Or if, if, if it's a reason like that or just any other reason apart from the fact that you think he can lead us to a top six seed. That is what I am. I just have a hard time. I just think that's not you. True. <laughs> you, t- you take it so personally, and it makes me laugh every single time. Because <laughs> um, now, now you're associated with the as the as the person that hates Christian Wood. And generally, I agree with you. Um, but I, I just, I he got to start. And even if he's part of like a, and you're right, he probably don't want it. He probably doesn't. He probably believes he should start. He probably like, man, y'all was crazy to not have me start anyway, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think he cares. Like, I think he cares. It might be about his stats, but I think he wants to win. I do. He liked the showboat, but I think he cares. I, I had my doubts, but when I watch him, I watch his mannerisms. I actually think he cares about the game. Now he might just care about getting his points, but my, my question about that is like, he passed too much these last couple games since he started, he didn't stat pad. And that makes me wonder like, okay, somebody probably coached him or showed him some films like, hey, because you're starting now, you need to help get the other dudes going because you start now and it's not just getting the game off the bench and get buckets. So the fact that he he has every incentive not to listen to that shit and go get money and go get buckets and he still at least attempted it, I, I, I'm 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 sorry, Isaiah. I'm on, I'm going to the trade deadline with pro pro wood in the starting lineup. I do agree with you though. I mean, I I can be with that too since we're approaching the trade deadline and we need to start showcasing him. Yeah. So of course, of course, start him. That's completely fine with me. Just as long as he's not here past then, because I think you you're playing a dangerous game. If he's here past the trade deadline, here's 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 the problem, and here's what I actually think has a. I think this scenario I'm about to lay out is more likely to happen than not. I think they get like a top five or six seed before the trade deadline with him starting and him putting up stats, and then what? 
Then what? Don't say extensions because I'm not. not I'm, I'm not saying anything because I. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. If he takes the max extension, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be the end of the world, or not even just the max. But if it's the max or close to the max or whatever, it wouldn't be the end of the world because that's not a crazy extension. Hmm. And I think he's valuable on an extension as as well because he's on a expiring deal right now. So he's a, he's a valid. young he's youngish. Exactly. So that wouldn't be the end of the world. It's just that. So I'm not mad. Honestly, if he does sign an extension, I'm not mad at an extension. I just don't want him here past the trade deadline, and the deadline for his extension has passed, and he has not resigned. That yeah. is where I think that's an issue. If if you keep him past the deadline and you're resigning him, I'm okay because I know what his max money is. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, it's not, and I'm okay with that figure. But I also think. That's the thing, because what if he just, what if he actually does have a, uh, his version of a Jalen Brunson run? <laughs> that would just be hilarious if they don't extend him, keep him past the trade deadline because they got hot and he cooks in the playoffs. Because that's really the question about him. Is he a winning player? And if he answers that question before, and they don't have him as an extension, I think he's leaving because there's so much money out there in the offseason. And if he has any semblance of success on a winning team, teams will lie to him. He's a big who can he can shoot, bro. Like he spacing, uh, pace and space, and some of his defense. SJ man, he's not a great defender, but he has his moments. He's in a particular scheme. Yeah, that's, that, that's and that's how it's always been with him. Yeah, and that's the way it's always gonna be. But my point is, if we're teams that play that scheme, he's going to have value. So you kind of, you either got to trade him or pay him. You can't play the game. You have to, you have to have the balls. If we are the fifth or sixth seed, season's trending up to pay him right there. Do not fucking play it out. Don't play it out. Take the risk. He only 27. If it don't work out, trade his ass. Young, young talent always has value. Even if even if it's going sour, even if it's going left, as long as the dude don't get hurt, it always it always has value. So, but I just don't trust the front office. I think that we're gonna get, start to play better. He's gonna play well, and I don't think they're gonna extend it because I also think there's an aspect of he gonna be like shit. He know that too. He like man, I, I might four for seventy seven. I think he could sneak a hot four from twenty from a bad team. I do. With the way the salary cap is going up, if my theoretical scenario plays out, even if it's not likely, if it there's a chance of it happening, he could sneak. I mean, because that ain't that much money, I say. It's not. It's not when you factor in other circumstances. It's not. You're right. But um, uh, I'm just saying, it's just, it's just when you, I'm, I'm just scared of the situation. I am that. too. What I was gonna say it's, is, uh, it feels like a blow up too could happen. Yeah, it's not like it just feels sensitive. This entire situation. That's why I wanted him to start to begin with because I think if you started him, and it failed early, then you could say, "Hey, man, this shit ain't working out. We tried." So when you start starting him closer to the trade deadline, as opposed to early, it's like, damn, you got less time to evaluate the experiment. Does that make sense? Yeah. That was that was just stupid 
that's why I wanted him to start to begin with, even if it made the team worse. Because we, like, bro, we weren't going to be that good anyway. So just fucking start him and figure out what we're doing here. Even Because even if he takes, like, that four for 77, and he lied to him. Y'all lied to Tim? Tim's ass was on the bench after the first year of that extension when he was told he would start. You fucking lied to JaVale McGee. Lied to Christian Wood. Shit, start him and then put his ass on the bench once you get a real somebody better than him. Or trade him. Shit. So that's that's been my whole thing this whole time with him not starting. It ain't even been about the basketball. It's like, bro, just from an asset play, the fuck is we doing? Anyway, um, but I will say, we've heard rumors that that extension ain't coming. We've heard rumors that he ain't going to resign. But I'm going to say this. This time last year, and this is rumors in this been behind the scenes, like stuff just people tell us. This is rumors that y'all can just read about. The, I Everything I heard was the exact opposite for Jalen Brunson. He's a fucking New York Nick right now. All I heard, the whispers, was he was going to stay up until about a week before he left. It's like, yeah, he gone. Like, wait, y'all was just telling us he, he was staying. All the reports said he was staying, and now he was gone. So I'm, I'm, I know we've heard stuff, and some of that stuff is from people who would definitely know. But the situation, I don't, I think is fluid. I really do, and I'm not good. I've been saying he's gone. I don't know. Uh, now that he's starting, I, I think I don't think that he's gone is the certainty that we assumed it would be. What do you think? Um, at this point, I don't know what they're gonna do because then you're now you're hearing rumors that hey, the Mavericks are actually willing to um be active in the trade market this year since they're not happy with how the season is going. So you look at the roster and okay, who are they gonna trade? What has value? What's going on? And I could see a world if if that's if that's true and they're really trying to be active, that's a trade piece right there, you know, Christian. Yeah. Um, that's... and they could, and that's something you can trade to make yourself better given that um you know you're not all that you know high on him anyway Mm -hmm. uh you didn't you know granted you gave him a first round pick for him but it was a late first and it's 26 yeah and then nothing else basically is like boban and sterling brown like you know fucking bombs if we yeah literally so it's you know putting him in a trade to you know, help you get better than now wouldn't be the worst thing either. So I could see that happening. Well, like you said, I don't think it's far-fetched for them to extend him either. So I don't know. We'll just have to see what the Mavs truly want to do because at the end of the day, these are all rumors about them wanting to be active in the trade market, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they did something huge last year and they traded, you know, poor Zingas. Um, That was a little, regardless of if it felt overdue or not, that was a little big move, you know, at the time for a trade deadline trade. Um, I always thought if they moved him, it would have been an off-season thing. Um, so moving him at a trade deadline was risky, and it you know worked out obviously. So did it? Did it worked out in the right away? Yes, it did right away. Of I know. It I know. Right I'm away. just talking shit. Yeah, I know I because know. the pressure was at an all-time high for Luca to get out of the first round, and for the most most of the year, it was looking like damn, as we were about to be another first round exit again. Like it was looking bleak so the fact that we you know made it past that i think definitely that's why i can um you know kind of frame it as a success but no it, it was it, it was it was a success yeah, I, I term uh, yeah it, it was it was a success i'm not about to we're not about to relitigate reality um 
I think it was better. I think the team became better on the basketball court. I do think asset wise, we we talked about this in the group chat. I'm starting to wonder what the Mavericks medical staff has going on when it comes to maintenance because Tallman has played like 27 of 30 games, playing has played every literally every single back to back and watched him but one, and he looks good. He he moving like he physically's hold up. You know how sometimes he would play. He would. I mean, in our defense, he was coming off major injuries. His first year, he was coming off ACL. He was never going to play back-to-backs. Yeah. And when he tore his meniscus, he was never going to play back-to-backs after that season. So right. I think, um, I think yeah, that's why they were so like, cautious because he had huge injuries with us. Yeah. There is nothing's come up yet. Like he hasn't been injured like a major injury. Um, apart from that little bone bruise he got last season. He hasn't had a major injury since that um, meniscus tear, um, and that was in the bubble. So it's been a while. So that's why I can, um, I I wouldn't, um, you know, try to look at the medical team because there are, I guess, tangible explanations for all that. No, nah, you're right. It's just when he played. I think the first 26 games he missed one game, and I'm, I didn't take the time to look it up. And even 27 out of 30, I don't think he's done that shit since his rookie year. And I'm just like. Damn, that would have been nice. Even as as a Maverick, like just putting together that volume of played games, like he's gonna play 60, 65 games. That was always the most amount of games I thought he would play, and he's actually about to do it. Now maybe he pushed his body to the limit to get another bag, because the rumor is he's about to opt out and get another bag. And that's where I was just like from a long-term asset standpoint. I think the I think the Warriors could get a a nice little package for him right now from somebody. It, it won't be something crazy, but you get a first round pick and a young player. Somebody want to give up on and some expirings. I, I do. I think they could get that for him right now, because um, he's healthy right now. It might not be a even if he opts in, it makes that money again next year. I think a team that needs some rim protection, a little bit of front court juice. They want to be straight. I think they got some extra picks. I think they would do that. I do. I actually, uh, I always envision him playing well next to Zion, but shit, they so good now. That shit, that shit's cooked. Yeah, that, that's cooked. I think the Pelicans at this point make small trades um, to improve their margins. I think they, they settled on their core. Yeah, they, they got their core. They about to get... <laughs> A fucking Thompson twin from the Lakers, and they just mm-hmm. that's just that's just what they team is. I don't because not only that because a their core is good, but b the core is getting expensive. So the cheapest way to add talent is just to draft people with the Lakers picks. Yep, literally. <laughs> so that's what they're about to do. Yeah, so you just roll with that shit and let that cook for three, four years, and then re- I'm gonna say three, four, two or three. And then if shit looking shaky, then you shake it up. But just let this process cook for two, three years. You're already good. Uh, they, they team they got now is who they got. Um, with that, I do want to ask you a question I want to talk to you about. There's two concepts, and I was thinking about this pretty much all week because I watched them. And I was wrong about them because I was saying, uh, I don't see how Jonas Valanciunas and Zion can be part of a good defense. Well, 
the thing that I didn't think they would do that they are doing. They only play Jonas Valanciunas half the game. He played 22, 23 minutes a night. They close with Larry Nance. And because Larry Nance ain't out there playing 25, 30 minutes a night, he only plays half the game. He ain't His body ain't breaking down. And they have been a good defensive team. And that makes me... That, 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 when it comes to like Christian Wood or any big man for the Mavs, that makes me wonder how, who can we, like, can we pull that off? Cause you know, there's some Zion don't play no defense. Not really. He got better. This is the best he's ever played, but it's still a little dicey, right? And it's hard, even with him, when him and Jonas are on the floor, it, it is dicey, right? But so I getting Luca with a bad defender, but what if you get, a big who's good who's cool with that and whose contract is small and then you go get the other guy who what how much larry nance make he signed an extension for 13 14 something like i think maximum money maybe like 11 yeah it was it was something like so now they got this just really dynamic center rotation that you got jonas for the regular season but then when the money on the line you can play jonas lightly certain matchups you can play him more or you can just wait you can lean on either one and i'm just wondering what do you think about that being a vision for the mavs and you know we talking about christian wood maybe you do something like that you had christian wood be basically skilled jonas valanciunas theoretically because jonas make like 17 and i think if if uh wood resigned for that four for 77 that's what what is that, 19, 18? It's close. It's comparable. What do you think about that concept? Well, if you look on our roster, we, we try to do it already, that already. Mm-hmm. With, Maxie. With, with, with Maxie. Yeah, and, we try yeah. to do it with Maxie, but the problem is, um, like, we literally did that, the playoffs, where Powell played. Like, he'd start, but, you know, play his, you know, two minutes or whatever the case is. So that... um. Maxi is a bit fresher and mm-hmm. can play, and we've done that with Maxi. Like Maxi is a clear. I feel like Maxi is a clear starter. Um, like in terms of what our team needs, but he mm-hmm. can't start because his body you know, won't hold up. Yeah, what goes on with his body and stuff. So, I just think, um, it's hard because, like you said, who's going to accept roles like that? Um, it works you know, in New Orleans because, you know, Jonas is okay for playing that much a night. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yes, since they're winning. Um, Larry Nance, he's okay for <laughs> playing that much a night. Um, Wood, are you are you going to tell Wood <laughs> that he could only play 20? Like, that was what the issue was. It's not that he, he even came off the bench. Yes, he wanted to start, but he was only playing like 25 minutes and he wanted to play more. Yeah, so, well, yeah we, we, we won winning as a I it think winning, winning. I don't. I don't. You don't, don't think, think he. You don't think he cares like that. I don't think you can sell him on twenty-two minutes, like twenty-two, twenty to twenty-four minutes a game. I don't think you can sell him on that, um, unless we're like the twenty fucking sixteen Warriors, or the nineteen ninety-eight Bulls or something, um, or ninety-six Bulls, whatever, whichever year that was. But I don't yeah. think um, you be able to sell him on playing twenty-two minutes. A night. Okay. 
I, I'm not disagreeing. I, 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 I could be wrong. I'm not. I'm disagreeing. not disagreeing with you at all. We, I, we don't know these people. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, I, you know, I, <laughs> like that man celebrate after every bucket, no matter what. Every always has, bucket, always has. I remember, like low key, if if memory serves me correctly, you tell me if I'm wrong. That's when you start having beef. Because I swear, I think he flex. Who did he flex on? We was beating the shit out of them, and he flexed on somebody down 22. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. And I cursed him out. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember that game. And you know what's funny? I was looking at tweets. looking for. I was looking for a tweet of mine. Oh, I saw shit. that tweet. He flexed on somebody, and they were down like it was, 20. It was bad. I don't, I don't even know if Luca played that game. I think we beat the shot of them with oh, Jalen yeah, Brunson. Josh Green, Josh Green had yeah. that 19-point game. It yeah. Crazy. It was but, fucking uh, Jalen Brunson and Josh Green bust his ass, and he flexing. I, I think he flexed, and I cursed him. I cursed him out. I was like, oh, you down a million? I cursed him out. I remember, yeah. He did. Yeah. At least he's consistent. That's one thing. But he, he is. I'm a bucket. He's I'm like, a, flexing and throwing up his hands and showing holding follow through it was like i remember one time he even bricked the he didn't think he was gonna brick and he bricked the shot and he held up his follow through for like five seconds i was like can you run back <laughs> and stop being like oh but yeah nah he's a showboat he's a showboat i like this shit i ain't gonna lie to you i like well, a, I, i'm not i, I, I like I a rational confident guys i always will that's I like hated it as a as the opponent like seeing him flex after we're beating him up that annoyed me seeing that. It, it was because if I'm not, I remember that game because that shit was like seven minutes to go. They was down twenty five or some shit, and it, I swear I don't think Luca played that game. I don't think Luca played that game. I, he I could he be. Didn't, he didn't. He didn't. Okay, Josh he Green, didn't. It was like Josh Josh Green career high at the time. Yeah, that, was that game, that Houston game. Yeah, Luca didn't play. I remember it. Well, the Spencer trade had already happened. So it was Spencer, Jalen Brunson, and Josh Green just frying their ass, mm -hmm. right? Because I remember Dwight Powell had a crazy game that game, yep, too, didn't yep. he? Yes. That was a game. Dwight Powell had like 20 or some shit, if memory serves me correctly. I don't know. Dwight Powell, I feel like, has killed the. Uh... Yeah, he fried Christian Wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, who, that's why I was mad when the trade happened because I was like, oh, we have so much evidence of. And it was like every night, any any center bro, came came into Houston, uh, whatever the Toyota Center, whatever it's called, and they fry wood every night. <laughs> every night. And Powell was just like one of the, you know, one of the centers on the list. Yeah. I mean, he it just happened. It just happened against fucking Nas Reed. Career highs across the board. Yeah. <laughs> Career highs across yeah. the board. Fucking Dwight Powell. I'm I'm looking at the game right now. Bro, we beat them. It ended up being 13, but it was like garbage time. I feel like they come back. Dwight Powell gave that man 26 and 13. Dwight Powell. Yeah. Dwight Powell. Luca did play. Luca did play that game. Luca played? Luca played that game. Really? Oh my yep. was he bad or something? Nah, he gave him 30, 14, and 6. 13. Why do I not remember Luca in that game? I think it happened more than once, though. I'm pretty sure there's been, there was a huge, I distinctly remember a game where we beat the shit out of them where uh, Luca didn't play. And like, we beat them so bad. Uh, I know Luca didn't play, but the non Luca players didn't even play the final quarter. Like, yeah. Jalen Brunson and Spencer was on the fucking bench kicking it. I distinctly remember that game. 
I just know I I don't remember which one he uh he flexed on somebody. I don't remember which one it was because we beat the shit out of Houston a, a few times in the back end of the, of the season. Any I don't know. We talk about Christian with so much. That's like the hot topic on Mass Twitter. <laughs> and it's and it's funny because my I've been talking about it, but my next article was gonna be about Christian Wood. And some of you were talking about Christian Wood. It's toxic. He just dropped an article about Christian Wood too. Yeah. So um Shit, yeah. Zach Zach Lowe. Zach, Zach Lowe, Lowe put, put a blurb in it today too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where I was like, Hey, let's Zach wasn't like gassing him up but he was like there's deep like when christian wood he there's always going to be certain flaws in his defense however there are schemes and times when he can play defense and some of his problems like it's on him i've been giving him shit about him being like barely 200 pounds but he also he just he just loses his guy and he he tightened that up and I think he could get better. But for him to tighten it up, he gotta play and he gotta play with our best players. Um fuck man, I had something else I want to talk to you about the Mavs with. Cause we we got on that center thing. Oh. This can be the last thing before we wrap this up. And I feel like we've talked about this topic many times, but fuck it, it's our it's our pod. We can talk about whatever we want to whenever we as often as we want. Who do you think? What player archetype do you think would be the best for Luca to win a championship? Not be a cute team, but we talking about jewelry parade. I mean, okay. So first of all, I think it's not just one guy. You know, obviously right. he needs a team. Um, right. But if we're talking, let's say the team set, and you're talking about like that star, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I think I think for who Luca is, and, and I do think there's before you say it, I think there's multiple different paths you can go, mm-hmm. and it depends on who else is on the team with this other player. Yes, that's that's key. Like, but I think to in order like talking in order to maximize. Um, you know, Luca and this other star, whoever it is, I think the person has to know how to, and you said it kind of earlier, um, too, when talking about, like, a, you know, a certain person, but they have to be able to get their own, and when I'm talking about get their own, kind of like, not even, like, we talk about Zach Levine, but the reason why the Spencer fit is pretty good, too, is that Spencer is a very efficient ISO scorer. Mm-hmm. Like, Spencer is a great isolation scorer. Brunson was a very good isolation scorer. Like, we went to the Western Conference Finals off isolation. Like, we played straight-up ISO basketball an entire playoff run. We went your turn, my turn with three people. Your your turn, my turn. You were, like, the, and you're, like, literally, like, <laughs> that is how we played. And at times it was frustrating to watch, but at times it was, like, when you were getting in a game seven with the – and the game seven, what was great about the game seven? Is that Luca and Spencer came out cooking and Brunson was struggling a bit in the second half. You know, obviously Luca didn't play like the fourth quarter and stuff, and then Brunson dropped what twenty five. Then Brunson like twenty five in the second he, half. Yes, <laughs> Luca, like, duh, duh. Like, Luca and Spencer had thirty, and then in the first half, and I think Jalen had like twenty five in the second half, and most of that shit was in the third quarter. 
Exactly. He fried. He fried them in the third quarter. Like I remember. Like, cause I watched that game several several times in the off season. Now it, I can't watch it no more for obvious reasons. But um, when I I remembered Brunson fried them. So like, I I do obviously I do want you know, our offense to be a bit more creative, but I still think that's just going to be an identity. Like, given the fact that Luka is, you know, obviously with, you know, like, Harden is still pretty good at it, all that, but he's a top ISO scorer in the league, I don't think that will be gone from his game. You know what I mean? So, with that, I do think you need to have another guy that can match that, as well as play off of him. Um, and that's another reason why Brunson worked, is because, yes, Brunson can ISO and do his thing, but Brunson could also play off Spence, uh, off um, Luca Spencer. You could see, embodied by play off of. I don't even just mean catching and shooting. Like I mean, you're able to, like one thing Brunson was great at was Luca was in trouble or if Luca they ran a play and Brunson gets the ball, Brunson knew what to do, like off the catch. Like he knew to how to get to his spot. He knew how to get the ball. Like when Luca's playing, if they're running some sort of action, he knew how how to play off of that. Spencer kind of, you know, he could kind of, I think Brunson was a bit better, um, but uh, still, he's still in that mold, but like you said, like a Zach Levine, like for how Zach plays on offense, would be great, like Levine could play well, off ball. Zach with a good knee, we gotta get mm-hmm. that knee back. With a good knee, Booker, like a Booker oh, type skill set. they'd be Booker. hell, they'd be absolute hell. Mm-hmm. That's why I was stuck. I've been saying it a lot. It's probably not gonna happen. This is obviously, and I say probably. It's, there's probably a less than three percent chance this happens. But I'm talking about like Shaden Sharp, like what he can be. I'm and I'm not tripping off. Like he hasn't shown anything crazy for me to have this belief, and he could not even live up to this. But from what I like, from his skill set, what I think he could be is a guy that can play off, like, kind of like a Zach Levine, but the difference is, I don't think he'll, I don't know if he'll be as efficient as Zach was, um, I mean, Zach wasn't really that efficient, then, I don't know what the fuck happened two, three years ago, it just, <laughs> it went to, yeah, he sn- he clicked, yeah, he wasn't efficient until he was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a couple seasons until, like, this year it went back down because of his, you know, injury stuff, but he, yeah. He turned a corner in terms of efficiency. Like, he was going to give you, if it wasn't a 50, it was close to the 50, like the 48 to 50. He was going to give you the 40% from three. And he was going to give you the close to, um, you know, a good free throw percentage. <laughs> like, yeah. well, like, nine threes a game, SJ. Yeah. Like, he, he was he was letting them bitches go. Cash. I'm like, what? Yeah, but I think Shaden can kind of be like that. But the difference is, I think he's going to be a defensive demon. Yeah. I think he got the tools. I think he really got the tools to be a, a defensive. That's a thing I never got about Zach. Six six, great athlete, couldn't defend anything. I don't understand that. It's um, weird because they used like to. Tim, they used Tim, to. Tim, they, six six, decent athlete. I mean, Tim has been been better. Hey, way hey, better. I was going. I'm happy you remind me. Hey man. Tim is the second best perimeter defender on the team right now. I agree. That's why they put him in the spots. Like we complain, like low key. We were complaining about Tim. I remember last year on his defense. And Tim was high. It was an advanced metric. I'll never forget. It was like off-ball defensive activity. He was high. I remember that. He was like second behind uh, Kenrich Williams from OKC. I was like, huh? I was like, this don't look right. Especially given that off-ball defense was one of Tim's worst traits. I was like, huh? He would lose this man and literally be spinning around like a top trying to see where his man was at. Exactly. But... 
he turned a corner. I mean, mm-hmm. on ball he began fry, but he recovers. <laughs> or he he or he makes a, a, a like a intelligent switch, or he he's going around. I saw him navigate a screen the other night. Was it against the Timberwolves, and he like seamlessly like he didn't even get contact. Like I was like Tim is like I was like because he usually dies on screens. I was like Tim, like, no, what is no. Tim doing? He walled off the rim when fucking Anthony Edwards had a good head of steam. Walled off the rim, Anthony Edwards hit the midi in his face. But I'm like, that's all you can do. That's all the the best defensive players in the NBA can't do much more than that. And I'm like, damn, that's Tim Dwayne Hardaway. And low key, he's shooting a little bit better. So we he's shooting a little bit better now, so we can acknowledge that. He probably been doing. He been doing it the whole year. It's just he couldn't throw it in the ocean, so then nobody want to talk about that shit. Yeah. And I did me me included in that. I noticed it, but I'm not. I'm not about to talk about Tim Hardaway's junior's defense when he chucking and ducking, shooting fucking thirty two percent from the field. I'm, I'm I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not doing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Man, we got off topic. We talking about number two, number twos, Feluca. So, but I mean, I that that was my answer. It has to be a, a two way guy. It has to be a two way guy. Okay, and but a guy that can play off the ball a, and a, a fully actualized Shaden Sharp is who you mm-hmm. vision. Okay, yep. I think so. I, I I so I think there's two ways to the, you view this. I think as long as Luca is on your team. I think he needs a defensive anchor. Like, if Luca gets his defense, so the defensive anchor, it, I don't know, I guess prime Maga Jonathan Isaac would get the job done. Um, I think, I don't know about Miles Turner, man. I'm not going to hold you. Miles, Miles don't be moving in space like that. And that makes me nervous if you're going to play with Luca. You kind of got to drop, drop Miles Turner. But I'm just thinking of like prime Jonathan Isaac, obviously Draymond, prime Draymond. Shit, that's oof. that that's perfect. Um, you, you basically got to get that shit. Maxi Cleveland PEDs like that that dude who can switch, but also protect the rim and you know guard. When you do play a traditional big, it's not food down there. I think you're gonna need that on defense, but offensively. This is where my opinion has changed in watching this this season. I think we used to say like prime Clay Thompson, like that was the of the stars or Hall of Famers that would work. I actually disagree. It, it actually has to be like I don't know. Once you get that defensive anchor, I think you need a two way guy. But it doesn't necessarily. He ain't got to be an elite defender. He just can't be fooled. And even as much as I love Zach Levine, even when Zach was healthy, I was doing some projection and assuming he would play better defense. But now that that knee is cooked, he's he he's basically Tim Hardaway Jr. defensively. He he athletic dude dies on screens. Somehow be getting beat off the bounce like he can't move. Even when he was healthy, that was shit that was happening, right? So I actually think it needs to be basically. Jalen Brunson, isolation level player, but a two-way player. So, like, 
but also I where I I think where my opinion has changed. I actually think it has to be a player who does not need to score threes to score a points efficiently. How do you feel like that? I think I didn't know he, as much as I thought Jalen Brunson was good. I didn't realize I, I theorized it, but I didn't realize how important it was. Somebody that can create a shot that don't got shit to do with Luca. That is not a three pointer. I truly think that's the difference in this season. Even if it wasn't Jalen Brunson, even like Kimba making some middies just made me realize like that needs to be in the offense with this current roster. And that needs to be, I mean, really for any team, but especially this team, like that's so important. Like, hey, I got this and I don't need to make threes over and over again or get to the rim because <clears throat> against like drop coverage with so many teams like to play, the rim not going to be there. So can you make something other than a layup or a three? So that's why I think we went to West Coast because that was – that's, I mean, that's Jalen's fucking shot diet. And I think you go get him, like, and I don't even know, I don't even know who that player is that ain't, like, a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's that player? Who has the shot diet of a Jalen Brunson but can make more threes than him and is a that's better defender? And, and, and is a better defender. It's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a, and but even, not all stars even get their shit like that. Like, there's... We talking about Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, them dudes is giving it to you everywhere you want it. And I just, I don't think them dudes going to be available. So I don't even know who to go get. I really don't. But I'm just, from an archetype standpoint, that's what I think you need. I really think that's important. Even if we got a bootleg version of that, a dude ain't even as good as Jalen Brunson and you just dropped him on the team right now. I think the team would be better. We wouldn't win a championship and no shit, but I think we'd be if fuck if Kimba's knee holds up, which looks like it ain't, he already missing games. I actually think that could help. But I don't know. But yeah, I agree with you when you say they definitely need to get offense. That's not just the three. But I do think they still need to shoot um a high or at least a higher volume of threes than Jalen did definitely um to work next to Luca. Not that they have to be, you know, and I know that's not what you're, you know, yeah. obviously saying, like, um, but um, just, just thinking about, it's hard. Any guy, if you're talking about um, championships and second guy offensively, it's going to, they're going to have to give you star production or yeah. star type production. Even if they're not like a star, like a, like, it's like Jalen, how Jalen know he wasn't an all-star last year, but he gave you all-star type production in the playoffs, like. That's what you got from Brunson. He averaged twenty-two the entire playoff run. Just yeah. on the All-Star caliber. Um, in the playoffs, that's I it. Guess, that's All-Star I guess caliber. Fucking three top ten defenses. Yeah. Actually, shit, two, two in the top five, if I'm not mistaken. Exactly. So yes, he's an All-Star. That that was All-Star caliber production from a guy who wasn't, you know, necessarily a star. So even if we get that, that would be okay. That's why I'm. I'm of the opinion that um, we don't necessarily, or that's why we're both of the opinion. It's not necessarily like you don't need a stacked team or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can maybe get by with role players, but there has to be at least one person that is giving, like, it's like Steph's the Warriors. Yeah, they have names on the roster, but at that point, most people are giving you um, role player production outside, especially in the finals. If we're talking about the finals, too. Yeah. 
outside of like Clay was pretty actually shooting pretty poorly in the finals. Like he, he was low key, eh, the whole playoff run. Exactly. Wiggins gave you that second, and you know, Poole had his moments, but it was really in the finals. It was really Wiggins. It was Wiggins and Steph. Like Wiggins was that guy to Steph, and again, Wiggins was never a prototypical star type player like you guys first all-star not last year yes but in his career he always put up you know cute stats but he was never uh, an all-star mm. like he was never thought to be an all-star mm. because of different circumstances bruh, bruh. If you get he, a guy like that he he was viewed as bad buddy two years ago mm, yeah bad contract terrible contract all that uh. and he got all all in. um finals almost finals MVP votes. Damn near got some. So was, like, I, in my opinion, he was the second best player on the championship team. And I don't think it was really close. It was not close. He was the best second best player by far. Yeah. He was the second best player by far. Like yeah. for what he was giving you, the defense and the offense that he was giving you. He's, play, I, he's playing high, a uh, borderline elite level defense, giving you twenty officially a night and mm-hmm. rebounding. Yeah, and rebounding. That was one of his knocks that he was six eight athletic and couldn't rebound. He was always around like what four rebounds a game his entire career, and all yeah. of a sudden he's getting you like eight to ten. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, no, he was. I don't, was I don't, I don't, I don't like that his brother gassed up when he dunked on Luca, but from a oh, just, yeah, that was whatever. Yeah, that pissed me off. But just from a like development arc standpoint, shout out to him because he could have just been cool. And, he was gonna make a lot of money. Even if he didn't go to the Warriors, his skill set was gonna always get him paid. But oh he, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was always gonna have a bag waiting for him. But the fact that he, while making thirty million, did what needed to be done to get better to become the second best player on the championship team, that that and that's an, a that's a testament to him because I'm gonna be honest, especially with some of the stuff we've been hearing lately, NBA players getting better is just like any other job, like. There's only so much training they can give you. You got to want that shit for yourself and put the work yourself. NBA teams, either through incompetence or just resources or just it is what it is, aren't really going to develop you like that. You kind of got to develop yourself to an extent. And I think he did that. Yeah, he did. He did. And, and you know, he got, I you know, I feel like he got adequately rewarded for that. So, um, I mean, so that's why when I say second star, that's why I, I, I want to, I like describe the skill set more so than talking about the actual like player. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an all star or a recon- let me say recognized all star. They have to give you all star type production, but they don't even have to be recognized as an all star yet. That's why I think you can go. That's why whoever I think it is, is going to be his, you know, the ying to yang or whatever. Yeah. Is going to be a, a somebody who's already he's young right now who we don't even know is going to be that guy, mm-hmm. um, or a guy that's pretty good but hasn't like popped. That's why you know I've said a million times OG was on my radar. I thought he was a guy that just he's, didn't he's pop too yet. good. He's too good. Now it's just, it's that's dead. But like that's Secret, a shame sharp, and that's probably low key. You've been saying him, and in my mind, I'm like, man, he's a seventh pick. 
He's in the. He literally may be the best athlete in the NBA. I was about to say, yeah, that's not that. The Portland is not stupid. Portland knows yeah. what they have to like. Yeah. That's why I'm like, there's a less than three percent chance that even happens. Like, I I know I understand this. That's also why I just want us to look to the draft because people, like I said, the teams are keeping their guys. Like, teams are just not giving dude, up their dude. players. Even like, I think you caps have to pay a premium for some of these players nowadays. Cap space is so useless to get a star. You're not even getting stars no more. Like you, bruh, when I saw that they was gonna uh extend Miles Turner, because that like to me, Miles Turner was like, okay, he had he's gonna it's gonna need to be someone like him that just don't wanna be there no more who's on an expiring contract. The Mavs might be able to snake in there, even if it's not this year, like someone in Miles Turner's situation next year. That might be good because the Mavs are kind of cooked with what they got going on right now. That's the situation where the Mavs might be able to slide in there and get a really good player that before he hits free agency and not have to really give up a whole, whole lot to get him. But when I saw him extend, I'm like, Bro, like no one's no one's letting a star, even a good players that's young, get to free agency. Free agency is useless. You better off getting him before he pops or drafting him, or you get him before he gets to free agency. Like you exactly. you you trade him when he got a year or two left, and the team is don't want to lose him for nothing, or they just well, that's the thing. They just gonna pay him and then trade him anyway. Because the CBA worked. The CBA wanted to encourage teams, players to re-sign contracts with their current teams, make it financially prohibitive for dudes just to walk away for nothing. And that's happening. Now, dudes getting traded after they get the bag. But I think teams is cool with that because they like, shit, if you don't want to be here, that's cool. And who's traded a star under the CBA and you like, the they in worse shape? Like, they didn't win. I feel like almost under this current CBA, everyone that's, like, traded the All-Star ahead of time or whenever, like, they won. Like, dude, Orlando, boy, they won. To be honest, who else? I guess, I don't know, San Antonio. I mean, San Antonio, listen, San Antonio won for what they got from for DeJounte. Without- no, I was talking about Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Oh, well, yeah. But even with that, I mean, but that was a union. I mean, they still yeah. got like the Rosen, who gave them great years. I mean, they made the playoffs with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the time, that was their. I mean, obviously, they were aiming for much. Yeah, that, 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 that was that was a, that was a unique situation. If they would have actually traded him for what they could have got as far as picks, we would have said they won. Yeah, but it's just that, and his situation is so unique with right. how messy that knee and all that. So, yeah. but that's an outlier, if anything. You know, you're right. Anything. Like you're right in in terms of stars being traded recently. I feel like the only other example is, and that's an another thing that's that's a unique example, especially given that you look at them now and they're doing completely fine. Is James Harden and the Rockets? You look at the return, and you're like, granted, they give up a, a lot of picks, um, but still. You know, you were like, okay, that package for James Harden was like, eh. Yeah, that's um, man. But given where they are now, it's not that. You know, yeah, that's, that's and I, I will say Houston was weird with that because they could have got Jared. They didn't want Jared Allen. Yeah, yeah. They, they were I just like, they no, were we good. worried about the money, which was strange because they were going to extend Oladipo. 
Yeah. So I don't know what their issue was. I I, I don't I don't know what's going on with that because if if they had Jared Allen and re-signed him as part of the young boys because he don't make that much. He make twenty million dollars. So that ain't even dollars. that is not jamming up anybody's books, and it's a flat twenty. It's just twenty 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 twenty. Oh yep yep flat flat eighty mil. It was like four years eighty mil. Flat. Yeah, and it's just like damn, bro. I mean. Y'all stink. I don't think they'd stink with him. You maybe I don't think you could play him with you couldn't play him with Shingoon. You can't oh, have no, not at all. Yeah. You can have Shingoon out there. But that's too. fine. Shingoon is a bench big. Gerald Adams is better than him. Yeah. Shingoon is a bench big that you run offense through. Still a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I just um I don't know, man. Uh I just I I think as we get into this roster building with the Mavs because I I don't think they're gonna they can talk they can say what they want they they can't trade anybody. Um, I dug into legally they technically could tr- make a trade for some first, but they would have to designate those first as first available. So any team that's like giving you anything, they don't know if they're getting that first in twenty five because there's still a chance even if we traded for a really good player that Luca blows his knee out and you, you we keep our pick this year so that pick you thought you was getting in 25 you're not getting until 26 or and if, and if it's a two season injury that pick you thought you was getting in 25 you're not getting until 27 so it's like or the dude you traded you know he get hurt and we just mid so I, I think we just gotta sit tight I think we just gotta sit tight I don't want anything in season because I, I, I just sit tight, be mid, fifth, sixth, be fifth, sixth, seventh seed, take your medicine. Because I'm sorry if Tim Hardaway Jr. keep playing defense and get back to 38%, I'm not saying you're going to be able to get no goddamn star for Tim, but he ain't negative money no more. You're going to be able to pair some shit with him and get somebody good or just give him away and have cap space. So I, I, and that, that goes for pretty much every dude on the roster that makes a lot of money that is quote unquote overpaid or bad money. Like Davis, Tim, like Davis need to play. Cause if they play and they just make threes, they contracts only got like two years left. I think Davis got some unguaranteed money on that third year, but if them dudes play and make threes, they don't. Their contracts ain't just so bad to where we gonna be stuck with them. I think the dude only dude we gonna be stuck with is fucking Javale McGee, which is ironic, and maybe Maxi because just because he got hurt. But I, I'm not mad about Javale because that's all self inflicted. I know that that ain't some shit you can blame on Donnie Nelson. That's all Nico. That's all Nico and Jason Kidd. That got nothing to do with anybody but them. So. No matter how you feel about the future and the past and how we got here, like they done fucked up on the shit they had control over. That's that's another topic for another day. Um, I do want to talk about this one more time because I don't think I'm gonna talk about this guy anymore on my timeline or on this pod unless like. Unless they win the championship where he becomes an all-star. I, I'll be honest. I think he's going to make the all-star team. And I'm going to – it's going to be a topic when it happens. And I will think I'll discuss it more. But I'm 
you know I rooted. Y'all call me a dick eater because I still root for the guy. I wasn't hurt when he I, I still like him as a player. I still like him as a human being as far as we know somebody. But them them dudes started winning and it has totally changed how I feel about Jalen Brunson. I am this shit hurt. It went from, hey man, good job. See, I told you he was a good player to, hey dog, this shit is this is unacceptable. This they cannot be better than us, SJ. This shit, it changed how I feel, man. I gotta be honest. It has totally changed. And I think they beat up on some bad teams, so they probably gonna come back to earth. This has been some shooting luck with this little run. But I don't give a fuck. They can't be better than us. They might be. And that well, let me be clear, not better than us for real. Like we would beat them in a the seven game series. We beat the shit out of them last time we played them. I think we probably gonna beat them Saturday or well, no, not Saturday, Tuesday. But like, dog, they can't finish with a better record than us. I will not be able to handle that. I can't. So I'm sorry, Jalen. You my guy, but I can't have that. I can't have it. No. Sorry. I don't want to talk about it. I got a root for your downfall. I'm sorry, my boy. It's, we had a nice run, but y'all got to go back to being mid. You can get your cute little points while y'all ass or mid, but y'all can't actually have y'all shit together. No, I can't accept that. Welcome got- to the dark side. Oh, they got picks and shit, SJ. They can actually like be a real team. They can be a real team. Them, 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 oh, I'm sorry. This shit. They low eight game winning streak has hurt me like no other. Uh, I don't. And it's, they beat bad teams. It's probably fake. But I don't know. When he scored 30 to get it to eight, that shit just. It, it, I think it's because we lost the same night. It just. It just felt different. I don't know why. That that made me change how I felt feel about the whole situation. It I don't know, maybe it's jealousy, maybe I'm just uh You're jealous. Yeah. It's just jealous, like bro. Cause the thing is, man, he out there he was doing that same shit in the playoffs, SJ. You can't tell me he couldn't have did that shit here. You can't tell me that wasn't a thing. If they would have signed a better big than Javel McGee, I thought he was going to re- be an All Star this year. Remember, I was an All Star backcourt. I thought he was going to. I, yes. I bought the leap. I thought he was going to be an All Star here. Not even like I knew he was going to get All Star, All Star buzz. I don't think he makes it outright. Honestly, depending on how these next few months go, I don't think he makes it outright. I think he might be a, like an injury replacement. Um, if anything, like one of the top ones. Look at the guards in the East this year. I know, but still. Um, He's gonna actually make it, I say. I think he's gonna flat out make as long as they in the, as long as they not in the play because he's in New York. Well, and- that's what I'm saying. In the playoffs, sure, but I, you know, we still have a couple. You know, I think because he's not getting in as a starter, oh, so no. it'll be nah. the coaches, and you know, yeah. the coaches they value record and all that. So if they are still playoff caliber, I think. Yeah. I think, but it depends because I say it depends because I think the coaches, Randall. You could make a case for Randall. You look at Randall's numbers. Oh, they're going to get... No, no, no. No, I think they're getting both. You think they're getting two All-Stars? If they... Bruh, the fucking... But the coaches... The Bulls put the fucking... The Bulls got two? And they was like the fifth, sixth seed? When... when Nah, they were not five. No, 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 no. The Bulls were like one, two. Remember the Bulls spent most of the East last year? No, they, they, they 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 had started to fall off. 
Not yet, no. Did they start you to might, fall off? I think they started to fall they, off. When the voting the game like the beginning of February. It's usually like the around February ninth. I think they had just started the fall off. Where they they might have been like tie it might have been a situation where they was like fourth or fifth, but they was like one game out of one. But I that, think that might have been like, it. That might have been say, it. Yeah, they were like still a top seed the entire yeah. You're right. You're right. And when Utah got two well, kind of three when they voted Mike Conley and via injury replacement, but Utah, Utah got two, three for their um, when they were killing it. Um, no, I'm just thinking about. Um, I mean, I'm, I think he can make it all right, but I'm just saying I can understand if he doesn't make it. Um, and just, if the, an injury replacement. The only reason why I think he's actually going to make it like all right is like, so you got Halliburton, you got Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, James Harden. James, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. James it's Harden just because he's missed too. so much time, and I think. Yeah, but I think he's gonna start to play. Like I don't think he's gonna miss time now. He's only missed a month. I, a hear, month. I hear you, but like Jalen Brunson missed two games, and like they number. No, I'm, nah, Harden's numbers are better. I mean, it's tw- it, it is. He has more assists, but I, I just. I mean, the Here, Sixers has won six in a row right now. Like, it's just that no one's oh, talking about that. Oh, no. Oh, no. I wanted to talk about that because I forgot to bring this point up when we were talking about better fits. So, like, Tyrese Maxey is a very good player. He's a very good player. I love Tyrese Maxey. But, like, even the record and some of the nerd stats, like, why is they better when DeAnthony De- Melton plays over him? And I know it's because Maxi is so bad of a defender. So I don't know. We got we gotta save this for another topic, but at what point are you so bad on offense that it does not make up for you being bad defensively? That's we'll we we gotta talk about that another day. But you probably you're right. To bring it back to James Harden, James Harden to make it over Jalen. I just think the coaches are going if the Knicks stay in the top five. I coaches love dude, his dad's a coach. And coaches love Jalen Brunson anyway. Like he he's one no, of you're right, you're right. So they're gonna wanna reward him and the New York media is gonna gas him. Like it's already starting to happen. And that's why it's like I can't root for him because I can't see even if it's totally justified, it's just painful because we watch the development. So we it's developed like him, bro. it's watching like it's this. watching he's another like team. This. Yeah, it's watching another team benefit from us. And dog, it's also like the way the league is trending. Jalen Brunson is going to be the best player to leave a team in unrestricted free agency for like five years. And I, I'm dead ass about that. Like, I don't know about five. It might be three or four. There will not be a better player that left a team in just unrestricted free agency. I, I don't see when it's going to happen anytime soon. It, when who before him? What were we talking about Kevin Durant. When was when would KD and Kyrie go go there? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. So it was them two. Then who else after that? Jalen Brunson. Would you Jaylen agree? Brunson, yeah. And who's coming? This I, there's not because the money's too many players. No one's leaving the money. Like Jalen Brown, he might not even like Boston, but he's gonna go get his bag after he makes the All Star team again. And then ask out. He's not just leaving that All money. NBA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's just not leaving that money on the table and bouncing. 
he he might get it and then leave. He might try to pull to Zach Levine, but no one's doing that. OG, I, I even think OG, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just I going to. I think OG though. I mean OG going to um unrestricted unrestricted free agency. So, but what I'm saying is he'll get to unrestricted free agency. But I just with the new TV deal coming in, I do wonder if the young dudes that hit unrestricted free agency like uh og if they just take a short-term deal and actually go somewhere else because they want to get back into free agency to get some more of that money once the cap spike that's the only thing i think might change my theory of jalen brown jalen brunson being the best player to change teams mm-hmm. for like four years because i i do think there's going to be so much tv money dudes going to sign all the dudes that are free agencies next couple years they're going to sign like short deals to opt out like three or four year deals to try to get back and get that back again. But I ain't going to bore y'all with salary cap talk. Damn, bro. Is this two hours? Almost. God damn. All right. Time to get away when you ain't got to work. All right, man. You got anything else you want to get off your chest? No, sir. Sweet. You think we, you think we win tonight? How you think this next week going to look? Um, I don't know. I it's just that I just don't know anything anymore. I used to be able to um, I feel like predict this team so easily, and I still could predict certain things, but I just don't know what they're about to do. Like I could see us beating the crap out of Houston tonight, mm-hmm. but I also could see us losing. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's obviously I'm just saying the fifty fifty shot here. Like obviously those are the two outcomes or two possible outcomes. But you know what I mean? It's just um. The, the team is just so unpredictable. So I, I'm hoping as much as I talk about oh the tank blah 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 getting a top place blah blah, I still like to see wins. You know, at the end of the day, so I do hope we win. Yeah, I still want to win. Like, yeah, I'm not. Some people was mad. Some people was literally mad. We won the other night. I'm like, hey man, I don't give a fuck. I'm always yeah. wanting to win. Yeah, I'm I, always want to win. Yeah. Yeah, like quiet tank. That shit is cute, but. Let's get these W's. We are a exactly. six-game winning streak from the fourth and fifth seed. So, anyway. All right, we ain't got – I ain't working, but maybe one or two more days. This I'm actually going to be off. So, if you want to record again, let me know. Because, um, shit, we just got off a two-hour pod, and we ain't had shit to talk about. Anyway, thank you all for listening to uh, 21 Going On 77. It's your boy Dwight at 517214. <coughs> listen to us every week um join with the brains of the operation young sj at sj basketball eight phd we will holler at y'all i don't know we might we might get y'all something in the middle of the middle of the week see how these schedules lie but um either either way we holler at y'all peace